Hey, Jim Ed and Andrew here. Got the Side Hustle Heroes podcast started. So, a couple things we want to go into kicking this off is our numbers. Andrew, why don't you start us off with what your last week looked like? Yeah, so a little bit softer than the week before. I'm at $148 last seven days. So, I had a couple things fall off my listings, and I have gotten, I know you were hustling. I, I have not been hustling, so it's actually a good wake-up call. Here I am in this podcast talking about Amazon Influencer, falling off a little bit, so you kind of like, I know you were busting it, life is busy, but that's just to say, you stop doing videos and you have other ones fall off, you need to, you need to replenish, get those other things, those new videos up and running to, to bring in income. So that's, I've got a couple products I got from someone, a, a supplier, so I'm gonna get those, those up and running, and then I've got some other ideas and that I'm gonna actually run with. So yeah, not a great week for me, but I wanna hear about your numbers. My numbers have kicked, cut, kind of jumped back a little bit. Great. I mean, into the good spot. So yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna run down the last seven days, day by day. So yesterday was $33.45. Mm-hmm. The day before was $274.03. Day before that, one sixty nine thirty two. Day before that was the best day of the week, three oh seven twenty four. $327.24. Day before that was $225.33. And the day before that was $139.86. And then the day before that, $13.48. And then, you know, the week before I had a couple of days that had okay numbers. Mm-hmm. And then like two days I was actually owed money, if you will, from returns. I had less sales than I had returns. Less than zero? less than zero yeah and so that and I can't remember the the time period but I know early last week I think there's a little bit of discouragement and things turn around so quickly so that's the way things are there's gonna be things like hey why are my numbers so low and you can spend so much time trying to figure out what happened and you just it's almost this paralysis in a sense analysis paralysis right you've heard that before sometimes people can't get started in the first place because of that sometimes you get started and you see something going on you're just like oh and, and you stop so there's so much stuff in our minds. There's so much about mindset and the business. That's going to be a whole podcast we'll talk about, probably several, but mind, mindset is huge. So when you get discouraged, you don't have anyone to encourage you. Sometimes you just want to quit. And what I've found is, and I'm going to talk about, we're going to talk about our side hustles today, some of our side hustles, other than Amazon Influencer. What, what I've found is when I, when I do the best, it's because of consistency. Whatever areas or businesses I have the most, I have the most success in, it's because I've been consistent with it. I haven't quit. And so that's that's a huge thing. Like yeah, the, the so, what the, the what isn't so important sometimes as much as the staying in there in the trenches and just busting it and not giving up. Yeah, I heard a really good TikTok the other day that they were talking about how people like us doing small business or side hustle items. The thing that big corporations do is they do everything every day. So it's like, oh yeah, I know yeah, I need to yeah, I need right. to post on social media. I need to do. It's they their, have people for that that job. do that every day. That mm-hmm. everything happens every day, and you know that needs to kind of be our goal. Sometimes yeah. that's not realistic, and you know, cut Andrew a little slack over here. We're, we got some stuff going on behind the scenes. We may talk a little bit about some of it today, maybe some of it in the upcoming podcast. But we're working on a bunch of stuff behind the scenes, and Andrew ramrods a lot more of that. So. I, I do have a little more time to post videos and shoot videos than he does for that reason. Yeah, that's a, actually a really good point. That's that's what what's cool about what you're doing and I'm doing as well. We're learning throughout the week, so that's very important. I'm I'm on Facebook groups a lot. I'm listening to podcasts. He is also gives us ideas. But that's a huge thing. What you said, you go to work, 
people are doing their stuff every day because they have to, they're paid. But when you go and say, oh, it's a side business, I, I don't have to, I can do whatever I want to. You can, but if you don't treat it like a business, it's not gonna be as, do as well. I'm not gonna say it's gonna fail, but you'll find yourself, you know, the numbers sort of dry off because no one's holding you accountable. No one's like, hey, if you don't get this done, you're fired, right? I mean, well, in, I, in, in, in essence, right? Because no one's, I don't have a boss. I don't have a boss with my side business. Well, I, do I see that every day job. in my full-time job because I work with business owners that are, I sell business to business and I've got business owners that are, hey, I used to be in sales, now I've started my own business. Now they're yeah. the one doing all the sales, all the invoicing, mm -hmm. all the, all the, all the, and then it's like something's going to suffer. There's only so many hours in the day versus the larger companies that have a sales force. They've got, they got office staff that take care of this. You know, yeah. people that are in sales think, oh, wow, auto, look at how much I'm giving towards this company and all this money. They're keeping a big portion of it. Well, they're doing a big portion of it, and you don't realize that until you step off on your own. Good stuff. So, Jim Ed, Amazon Influencer, we've been talking about that last three podcasts. Last week we mentioned... We'll talk a little bit more about this today. One of the things that we mentioned is networking. You had some good ideas for networking. One of the things is you're gonna find in the Amazon Influencer Program, you're eventually probably gonna hit a wall as far as the, the low-hanging fruit as far as products you, that you actually can review. So we're gonna be talking more about some other things you can do, some more cutting edge type, type things, but this is something that's pretty pretty easy, pretty in your face, it's, it's pretty obvious, but it's something that maybe you haven't thought of as far as being an Amazon influencer. This probably works in any sort of business, but it's called networking, right? You've heard networking, sometimes it gives you this little like, oh, networking, I have to go to these mixers and you know, and sell my stuff and they sell their stuff. No, just, just keep, just, this is not, yes, to some level that's what that networking is, but he's talking about some of his friends that he, he knows already, he's having some conversations with them, and they're giving him opportunities to be able to review some more products. So feel free to, to jump with that and then we'll, we can, We'll yeah. be interested to see what you have to say about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So first thing on that, before we jump into the networking, I would challenge you. There's more low-hanging fruit out there if you're shooting videos already. Yeah. Look around again. Yeah. There are a lot more things to do. But once you kind of start, like he said, take care of all the low-hanging fruit, you start talking. You're excited about what you're doing. You start talking to some friends. And, and you're going to run into some detractors. We certainly have. You're going to run into some people that are positive and they're going, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good idea. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. And there's people that, that you're going to bring along on the journey. Andrew brought me along on this journey, and we encourage each other mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. He's a huge encouragement for me to keep going, keep shooting videos. And then, of course, the money doesn't hurt on that encouragement. But he's good. To, it's good to have somebody to talk to when the, the numbers are down. Yeah. So that being said, there's going to be people that you talk to in your friend group, in your network you already have that have products that could be reviewed. And they may want to review them, you know, so help them. Help them get on the, the program and you can be talking yeah. to them on the phone and, and encouraging each other in your network. And there's gonna be people that have zero interest in this, but would like to help you along. So yeah. I've got stuff coming from overseas to me for free. I had a screen come in, like somebody said, hey, will you review this? screen it, it's, it goes over the garage door and I was like yeah that would be really cool you know you can sit out in the garage when it's in the evenings when it's cool and the bugs are out and have the screen up and there's no bugs coming in but I'm like we're, we're just not gonna do that we're gonna hang out by the pool so I talked to my buddy and I said hey would this be something that you guys could use because I, th I thought maybe they they would enjoy it and he's like no nah, I don't really want to use it but his adult daughter was in the car and she was just like giddy like oh gosh yeah. we, we hang out in the mm -hmm. garage it would be perfect so anyway, mm -hmm. so last week we went over there, we shot a video, 
And, and it, you know, I'm not doing it for any ulterior motives or anything, but we ended up getting it up. It's really nice. Got a good review done. And my buddy was like, hey, why don't you why don't you come over and review some of my RV stuff? And I've got this, and I've got, you know, he's giving me this list of stuff to, to, to review. And I'm a big fan of getting into other categories. I don't do any RV stuff. So yeah. getting into that camping category, because so many times we see stuff that has sold that you did not review, but it's in your category, yeah. so you get credit for it. Right. Hey, it's interesting. You know, I know you told me about this when we, we talk every day, guys. So, but the the thing that he's had the, one of the most success with selling this week, it's probably popped up the last couple of weeks. It's something that you just I'm not going to tell you tell you guys what it is, but it's such a basic, almost like not even a pleasant thing to even to think about. But it's he sells it like I'll tell him. I don't care. You want to sell? Yeah, tell him. it's kind of funny actually. It's but, a yeah. it's a bidet toilet seat. Yeah. And, and those things are expensive too, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, this one that I've got is a little higher shoot end. Warm water, shoot yeah. some warm water. That's yeah. the warm water. Yeah, that's the warm seat. So you know, if you've been thinking about getting one of those and you're an influencer, hey, go ahead and get one and, and just review clean, it. Just clean the to- make sure the, the toilet seat's clean and everything yeah. before you do your video. But hey, you know, and it doesn't have to be actually demonstrated, right? You didn't demonstrate, uh, did you? Yeah, no, I didn't demonstrate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, awesome. All right, so anything more about about networking? Just. Just be aware of what's yeah. around you, who's around you. If yeah. you'll ask, a lot of times they'll help you. And if they don't, just ask in such a way that if they tell you no, that everybody's feelings doesn't get hurt. It doesn't have to be an all-in situation. Either you do this for me or we can't be friends anymore. Keep it casual. Right. All right, cool. So do we want to segue now? Yeah. Awesome. What we got up next? Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk a little about some other side hustles. So we've been talking to almost all Amazon influencer last three podcasts, and we've been doing it so far this one. But we do have other side hustles that we work on, and I want to, we're, I'm going to talk a little bit about mine first. Do this, yeah. though. Kind of give us a very brief overview of what you do on a non-side hustle then that we can segue into hitting all your side Oh, yeah, hustles. yeah. So I actually have been doing marketing research my entire career. So right now I'm on a video game research company we basically do research for a lot of video game publishers and so it's if you're wondering like what's research you know surveys a lot of focus groups a lot of conversations with people we compile the results and we give companies recommendations so they can make their games better for consumers so that's ultimately what we do so a lot of fun when you really think about your full-time job helping you with your side hustle and side hustle helping your full-time job that's really cool and i think i feel like in this day and age now not to say you want to go and say, hey, I got all these side hustles, boss, but have you done this with you know, Excel or I've done this or social media, whatever. If you've done these things and you find those an opportunity with your job, it actually could help you, propel you in your day job. If you're a full-time on the side, if, you're, if your side business is, is now your full-time income, that's great. Jim and I just happen to be people who have, we love our full-time jobs. We have that consistent, stable income for the most part, right? But the side hustle, to me, it's, in a lot of ways, it's fun, it's a hobby, but also brings in additional income. So, Absolutely. So now onto your side hustles. Other than Amazon Influence, I really just have one. And I've been doing this since 2014. I may have taken a couple breaks here and there, but for the most part, it's Amazon. It's Amazon FBA. So fulfillment by Amazon is what that means. And so I, you may have heard of this before, but what, what I've seen more commonly is that with Amazon FBA, people think private label. It's you get some, you get some product like, show that bottle real quick. Hey, here's this bottle. I'm going to make this, maybe this, make this a little bit longer, maybe make this wider. But you think you can improve this product 
and you end up ordering a thousand units or whatever and you and you end up realizing you can't get this sold so the problem is a lot of new sellers are getting into Amazon. They don't really understand the way Amazon just works. Just a second. So yeah. for everybody that's not watching it on the video, we just held up a little tumbler yeah. with a straw on the top of it. So Yeah. And so to me, a lot of courses out there, there are a couple thousand dollar courses where they teach you to do private label. You do all the research, you do this, you buy it, and you're going to make millions of dollars. And unfortunately, most of those, most of, most of those fail. And as an Amazon seller, I've been doing this for many years, since 2014. I find a, I, there's actually been many people that have come to me with questions I've actually consulted, sometimes for free, mostly most times for free to help them say, yeah, I've, yeah, I understand what happened with you. Let me, let me try to help you out. So I've never really done private label. I've started different ways. And so this is the less appealing, maybe less attractive way sometimes because it's not like this glamorous thing, but it's literally just going to garage sales. This is where I started, going to thrift stores, getting some books. And then you get the book for 50 cents, you sell it for $10. Get a book for a dollar, you sell it for $20. I actually sold one book for over $100 one time. So books are, a lot of people start with that. And what I liked about it is just you get, it's it's a lot of repetition. You, you learn the system, you learn how to grade the books, you learn how to do the labels, ship the boxes, everything. Let me give you a high level flower over Amazon. So it's called really arbitrage is what the way this works with Amazon. You buy something cheaper than you sell it for, right? and you're accounting for Amazon costs. But what's really attractive about that is that you can make a lot of money by flipping a lot of different products. So it doesn't really matter what you sell. The sky's a limit and people are making literally, I mean, $50,000 profit a month doing this. So there's really, the cool thing about this is there's really no limit. It's up to you. If you can find products at retail store, awesome. If you have some sort of connection with a manufacturer or distributor, you can make even more money. So, I did not know you are making 50K a month on that. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, some people are. Uh, yeah, not you. Not yet. Not quite. Not, not yet. Okay. Yeah. So, what? What? But what I was started with doing is books, and then I started going and doing electronics. Going to, I have a local store, Micro Center, was doing that quite a bit, and it's it's volume. It's a volume approach, and it's, it's, it's it can be a grind sometimes. But what I've been able to do is bring in some help for people to help box things up. I actually have a couple people that are helping me now. But let's just fast forward to where I am now. So you have the premise of Amazon FBA, you get the stuff. Ultimately, there's a lot of confusion on this, but when you look at a listing, you'll see that Amazon, sold by Amazon and, and shipped by Amazon. That's Amazon's just taking care of a lot. But there's a lot of these products that you probably even didn't even notice if you're buying, is it's gonna be sold by X company, shipped by Amazon, that's FBA. So basically what's happening is, how does that happen? Well, you got your stuff, you box it up in bulk, you ship it to an Amazon warehouse. They, they provide the labels, you do the weighing and all that kind of stuff, and then UPS picks it up or you take it to UPS and ships it to Amazon. And when they get checked in, when you sell that product, Amazon is shipping. The eBay model that a lot of people are familiar with is hustle, right? You, you, get, you sell the product, you're the one who takes that product and ship it to the customer. This is different. Now, Amazon, you can also do this. And I do that sometimes. I, I won't get into those details today, but you can also ship to customers, but what works a lot better is Amazon FBA because it's a lot more efficient. You can box 500 items at one time and ship it to a warehouse, and then whenever it sells, they take care of fulfillment. Obviously, there's a fee related to that, but going into this, you just need to know your fees. When you buy something for $10, you're not like, if you sell it for $15, oh, I made $5. No, you're losing money, probably. You will lose money. So you have to look, look at your numbers. The Amazon seller app has all that information. So let me go through a couple of things. What, you know, I've been doing this like I said, for many, many years, 
And one thing that is, was most, the most discouraging is the way Amazon works, if, if that bottle we're talking about, say that bottle, you find that at Walmart or something, and it's like, oh, it's selling on, on, on Amazon, but there's 20 sellers selling it, you'll find that you have to jump on that listing. So in, in, you don't, the way Amazon works, you, do, you can't just create a new, another listing like eBay. You're on that listing. If you create another listing, you have to have a reason for creating a listing like it's different. You're adding something to it, right? You're adding a bundle item or, to make it unique. So that's where, that's where the sizzle has happened with me. I was traditionally just jumping on listings on branded products. And when I'm talking about pr jumping on listings, these are pro everyday products that are already selling on Amazon. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. These are products that are already selling. I'm not saying here's a brand new product no one's ever heard of. You're saying, hey, this is Kraft macaroni and cheese. Here's a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Oh, here's a three pack of that. Cool, I can find that for $5 and I can sell it for 20. Cool, you're making some money. But what happens is you say, oh, I'm making money and then there's five people in the listing and then all, so all of a sudden you have 30 people on the listing and now you're losing money. Because what happens is it's supply and demand, but in general, the more people that are on a listing, the lower the, the, the more the price is gonna go down. So you'll see seasonal products that when it starts selling, you'll see really high price, really low supply, and then all of a sudden, that kind of goes like that. As, as the supply goes up, the prices go down. That's, that's just the way it always works. Yeah. It's called the race to the bottom, and that was very discouraging for me. So I've actually gotten to a point where I have no listings that I'm, I'd say probably 98% of my listings right now are my own listings, my own products. So what, what I mean by that is I'm still getting branded products, but I'm bundling that with a complimentary item and, it's, and, it, and then calling it my product. So it's something like, I'm trying to think of an example of, it's, it's a soda thing there. Six, yeah. six pack of sparkling ice water. Yeah, it might be bundled with another similar item. It could be bundled with. It could um, be a bonus flavor or a yeah. seasonal flavor. Yes. Yeah. Just making it different. Exactly. Right? So there's 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 a lot of different ways to do bundles, but a lot of times it's, it could be like a back to school pack, for instance, where you have all these things like snacks and drinks and candy, whatever, for your for a student. So people type in, hey, for my, my, my kids going back to school, I want to get something for him. They could get the individual items, but they're looking for creative ideas. And so when you strike when you strike a really good combination of different products, it's great. I'm actually a little bit more simplified to where it's as simple as maybe taking a product that sells well by itself and then doing something very simple, very low cost that adds value to that product that I can actually do myself. I can customize myself for probably 50 cents or so. So it adds okay. very little. In fact, that that way I can just charge a little bit more and then get away with it. So. The bundle thing, for me, I've had 40 or 50 bundles up right now, and that's really propelling my business. And I really found there's probably another 50 to 100 to 200 products I could actually do this with. So I'm really excited right now. And one thing I'm just, I get distracted about, like this Amazon influencer thing, for instance, doing pretty well with this, right? But it is distracting me from doing my other businesses. So keep in mind, it's okay to have a lot of irons in the fire, but that's gonna be a real struggle. I think when you have your side hustles, there's some people who just do one thing and then they focus on that one thing and they just knock it out of the park. But I've always sort of been jumping around a little too much. Yeah. So I don't think it's bad to have multiple things going on, but I th think what you need to do is you need to make sure you don't lose your focus on the, on the thing that's bringing the most money. So I've kind of realized a little bit, I've softened a little bit on this thing that's making a lot of money, but I'm really enjoying doing this podcast. This takes time. I'm really enjoying the Amazon Influencer Program, but I'm gonna keep 
doing both, but it just means that you may, may need to spend a little bit more time on this stuff, a little bit less time watching Netflix or doing some things that are just time wasters. For so, sure. I think there's anything I left off. I think I've covered most of the bases, but this is something that you know I've just glossed over, like all these things. There's so much more to this, but ultimately the formula that I've that I've done is my own listings through bundles and I'm following a formula and I'm being consistent. You gotta keep sending stuff in. The beautiful thing about this, and I think what I like about influencers as well, is when you have 100 products up, like every time you add a new product, that's another revenue stream, and the other things that you've sold before, they're still gonna keep selling. That's the beauty of doing this. Like what you did two, three, four months, there's products that I actually launched a year, over a year ago, they're still selling. Like I'm looking at my phone, I just sold a product that I started selling last year. All the new stuff is also selling. That's when you start seeing this momentum. So when you have a business like that, where what you do, you know, six months ago or a year ago is still giving you, still bringing in revenue, that's a good business model. There's a lot of other things in you. Kind of get in, you get out, you make your money, and it's just always like if you stop doing it, your numbers drop, just drop. That's not good. That's not usually good, right? So I like evergreen businesses, and so I think to me, if Amazon influencer is going to be something that I want to continue doing, it needs to be evergreen as far as something that's going to continue to work day in day out. I don't want just this flash in the pan where it's, it works one day and it's not working the next day. So that's something that I think is, is worth your time. If that's not the case, then I'm probably going to lose interest in it personally. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. So that's my other... Any other know, side hustles you want to mention? That's it. There is something that I'm actually I'm in the process of doing is doing blogging. So it's it's taking something that I've got some inform that, some knowledge about. In fact, that's Amazon. And I'm going to start doing blogging to where I'm not just saying, hey, I love Amazon and I'm so excited about it. No, this is about this is about promoting products that I've actually used for my Amazon business. And there's probably, there's probably a couple dozen pretty expensive products that I've invested in to help me with my business. So that's going to be a lot of what I'm going to write about. I'm going to write very detailed analysis, very detailed reviews of these products, getting these articles ranked, and then hopefully bringing in some affiliate revenue. So. Affiliate income is a beautiful thing, all right? So that's what Amazon Influencer really is, right? It is affiliate income. Mm -hmm. It's You don't have to ship anything to the customer. The, the bit of a grind with Amazon FBA is you do have to ship stuff to Amazon. You have to hustle, bundle stuff, package stuff. You do have to touch that product, right, to get it over to Amazon for the most part, unless you're using a fulfillment center, a prep center. But affiliate income is beautiful. I want that to be part of one of my revenue streams because it's a, it's a nice thing. You don't have to deal with customer service and you just take the products, especially high-end products, you get a nice commission, you make some really good money. Awesome. So cool, that's my stuff. So hopefully that was helpful. If, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm glad to talk more about this on other podcasts if there's interest, and, but let's go ahead and go to Jim Med. Let's talk about how many side hustles do you have and what is, I guess, which one is, is making, bringing the most income right now? Well, let's, let's, I'm gonna follow a similar format. I've got a few more side hustles than Andrew mentioned, so I'm gonna yeah. do a little quicker flyover on all of them, so just hang in there. Also, at the end, I'm gonna give you some, some stuff that we're gonna be doing next week that you're gonna wanna hear about that's gonna be back more towards the Amazon influencer deal. So, the first thing on side hustles, I put down real estate. We've got, we've got four long-term rental houses in our area that we, do and I also have a short-term Airbnb style type uh, cabin that we do that's about three hours away and probably on that side hustle in an average month I probably spend less than an hour on it mm -hmm. probably way less than an hour on it and most of that hour is just making sure the money came in and making Basically sure counting your money 
Count the money, yeah. Now, really just making sure that I'm paying invoices for cleaning mm-hmm. services. I, I, we don't do anything. We don't touch it. Kind of like maintenance, it sounds like. Exactly. So I'm kind of, my next side hustle is the Amazon influencers, and I kind of list that one next because it's probably my, my newest. It is my newest, and it's my fastest growing and biggest side hustle. If you've not caught it on previous podcasts, it blew up last month. I did $6,004 last month and that was for last month was may and i started it into march so april was actually not too bad either i think i made over three grand in april but anyway it was going really well with that so some of these other side hustles were already going and they were kind of like suffering it was like really it was actually stressing me out a little bit because i had some projects that i was trying to get finished Mm -hmm. and i'll mention a little bit of that another side hustle i do is I do some work for an HOA. It's a neighborhood with 1,800 homes. About half of those homes have metal wrought iron fences, and most of the well, all the homes are between 20 and 28 years old. So everything needs help. They've got some high-end aluminum metal mailboxes and posts that I do work on as well. I've got a couple of two of them that's been damaged this week by getting hit. And I'm going to be putting those up. So I actually have, I'm set up as a distributor through the mailbox company. So I get like wholesale pricing from them. So I'll put a little bit of a markup on it and then charge labor. That works pretty well. Yeah, I was going to say, this is this is a good thing I want to point out. And I know, I, you know, I know about these, you know, we've mentioned. But the thing about Jim Ed, which is really good, is that he hustles, he talks to people. You know, most business, if you're going to be successful through business, you got you can't be afraid to talk to people. You can't operate in a vacuum because in general, you're either helping somebody out or you're you're working with others to get something done. And I think that's the thing about businesses. It, it's you can you can do you can have some success being in a basement by yourself in a silo, but it's not the way it's not the optimal way to do business. You got to talk to people. Yeah. He's got relationships, right? And his HOA, he's met some people and they count on him and they're sending him some business now. They do. They, they know Jim Ed, they count on him. So just keep that that's that's something that he has been successful with is because he picks up the phone, he has some conversations. He's yeah. right. So yeah. like when the HOA calls, I answer, I call them back or and when I when they say, "Hey, we need this done," I get to it really quick for them. Yeah. If especially if it like if it needs to be done really quick, I do it really quick. Yeah. I, I'm not the cheapest. I'm doing little projects, so little projects are stuff that big companies will not fool with. So there's a little bit of premium that gets charged there. I'm reasonable, but I do good. And, and what Andrew was mentioning there, I should probably hit back just a second. I didn't tell you what I do for a living. I'm an outside sales professional. I've been doing that for more than, I think about 18 years. And before that I worked in big box retail. So. I'm, I'm good at customer service. I know what the customers want. I'm good at sales. I know what the customers want. So I take that over into my side hustle deal mm-hmm. too. So I, I sell business to business. We just dis, we distribute roofing supplies. So that's who I work with daily. Okay, so sounds pretty exciting. Jimmy. So we got the yeah, you know, it's it's awesome, man. Yeah, I got the real estate. I got the Amazon influencers. I got the Joe A that I work for. And, and he's exactly right. People will call this on-site HOA and say, hey, my gate won't work. Do you know anybody I can call? I've got a stack of cards up there. They say, call Jim Ed. They send info out. I get you bring them call. donuts and stuff? Yeah. They, yeah. You got to get them on your good side. Yeah. I think they're all on a diet over there, so I've been trying to cut them a break on that. Is that because you give them too many donuts? No, it's not. Okay. So uh, welding fences. So I do some welding. 
you know, I used to live in that neighborhood and I saw this need and, and I went out and bought a welder and learned how to weld. Now, do I have a background in welding? Not really. I was around it a little bit. I felt like I could do it, but I've had a background in doing a lot of things with my hands, so it wasn't that much of a stretch. So the welding and stuff I figured out a couple of years ago, I can get a lot more of it done with a couple helpers. I got a couple of good helpers yeah. that will jump in there and I pay them very handsomely because I just need them occasionally. So they, I pay them enough where they will kind of drop things and come out and help me on nice. a Saturday. Also, I've got them trained up in painting fences. Those wrought iron fences getting painted is pretty good money. There's good margin for me in that and they are happy with it too. They make good. Mm -hmm. I've been doing a little more, that, that's kind of parlayed me into doing a little bit of GC work here and there where GC work? Yeah, general contracting okay. work. So rather than just be on site and have a couple helpers, I have built some relationships and, and said, hey, this I got a customer that's calling me for stuff. I don't really do that, so let me go find somebody that does. So I've got somebody that will go around and put those pool guards up, you know, to keep the, the little kids from getting in the pool. I've got a company that does that that I make good margin on. I've, got, I've just finished one and got another one going synthetic turf I used to work in that industry for just a little bit and I've got some installers that I know for that that are friends of mine and then I make a good margin on that I had a turf cleanup happen yesterday somebody called me and I made a good markup on that and then of course I have a YouTube channel yep and I make what's that YouTube channel called the improvement channel and I make hundreds of dollars like hundred and fifty dollars a month on that that one's one of my kind of smaller ones and it's it got up to about 450 a month at one point well, that was my that's peak. your second highest affiliate income stream right there mm -hmm. and then Amazon affiliates where I actually put the link in the description I mean, yeah I make tens of dollars a month on that as well usually about 30 bucks a month and that pretty much wraps it up for my side hustles but I was actually kind of got into a big project with the HOA where I was building them a desk they had this huge pool and they, well, they wanted a new desk for their entryway and I was making that and was kind of gotten started on that. I started it and heard about it in probably February and it had to be finished by Memorial Day into May and uh, this affiliate program come along in March and I was just like, Ugh, I can't get this desk finished. But anyway, got all, all right, that let, done. Let's, let's do this. I want, I want, this is the theme I think I'm hearing here, some themes. So he's got a lot of stuff going on here. And you've heard what I've said, you've heard what he said, and I've, I've got some, I love to just summarize and theme, the uh, themes I'm getting in is you need to have relationships with people. You'll make a lot of money. Guess with my Amazon business, I've made some money myself, but I've also helped people. I've also consulted and made money that way. In fact, I'm about to, I'm in the process of working with some guys who basically have a skincare product. They need some help getting on Amazon. So if you're out there long enough, you have these conversations, you could find some stumble on something that's way bigger than what you're already doing. Now, and another thing I've, I've heard is delegation, is removing yourself from that business, so to speak. You get the process going, you get some standards in place, but then it's, it's I'm, letting, I'm letting someone else do that work of packaging the stuff. You don't need to be spending hours and hours wrapping stuff, packing stuff, sending Amazon. If you wanna do it, great, I don't have time to do it. Jim Ed, he said he doesn't have time to work on this business, he's, there's another expression, but if you're in the weeds all the time, you're not going to be successful with it. Working, working on the business instead of in the there business. There goes Working on the business, not in the business. So he's hired people, contractors, to help him with many aspects of his business. So that's the, that is the is an amazing formula. So hopefully we didn't bore you with all these details, but 
whatever side hustle you're doing, just know that you need to first, I know another mistake is you need to learn this first yourself before you can start delegating it. Because if you're like, can you do this? And they're like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Tell me what I need to do. You, you ha you're not going to be successful. You need to know how to at least to do some things. I've found, I've found times when you hire an agency, a really expensive agency that doesn't really know what they're doing. And that's, that can be a real waste, but you need to know what you're looking for first before you hire a company. Yeah. So, or else you'll get burned, you're going you're gonna to be bleeding money and you won't be successful. So I think you need to be at some point, you need to be in a business to understand enough about it before you start delegating. But those are really important things. And so keep that in mind wherever you're starting a new side hustle. I got one little thing to add here. So right now this is all new. So if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to the podcast, you know, we've got you know, probably dozens of people listening to this so the numbers are low if you want to connect with us now's the time there's email in the show notes you can put comments on youtube we will get back with you at this point as yeah. this blows up and gets bigger there's gonna be less time for that so if you want to have an interaction you want to ask a question something specific we're welcoming you to do that awesome yeah anything else i think we're pretty much towards the end of our our time today but the only thing um, i wanted to hit was just like next week a couple of yeah. things that we want to do is hey you know you feel like you're getting close to getting accepted into the program with your social influence so yeah. or you have been and now it's time to shoot the videos uh, we want to help you with that next week we're going to kind of go over that we had somebody that we both know that got accepted in he put up his videos yeah three different times. We didn't know he was even doing that. He didn't ask us for help. He got rejected. So now after your th three strikes, you're out on that. You can apply as many times as you want. You can apply every day to see if you can get in the program. Then once you do the th videos, the three videos to get accepted, you only get three shots at that. So unfortunately, I wish we would have known he was doing that. We would have definitely helped him and we'll help you as well. So next week's podcast, we're going to do a deep dive into what you need and what you don't need to have in your videos if you're to that point. Yep, sounds good. That sounds good. We'll, we'll probably come up with some of the things we didn't even talk about, but I, I, I'm not sure what the psychology of this is. I think because the first step is auto-approval, people think, oh, I'll just throw up whatever the three videos and they'll get auto-approved. Unfortunately, that's not the way it works. It's just, it's, it's a lot harder. It can be a lot more difficult that second step. So you gotta take that pretty seriously, right? It's not always certain why some social media sites get immediately approved but they do and, and when people when it is automatic they think it's easy to get the next level of three videos approved it's not that easy and it, it is easy if you follow the steps yeah and so we'll talk more about that just to make sure we've there's some repetition here but i want to make sure that that you're getting all this here because maybe you're jumping in on this podcast to next week maybe like your, your first podcast you've ever heard about this we've talked about this but there are certain things that we know that are the best practices for getting these videos approved yeah so jump back and catch the other three if you haven't yeah if this is the first yeah. one you've watched and Andrew why don't you tell everybody where they can find us yes yeah, side hustle heroes HQ we're on Facebook we got a Facebook group that we're growing we're on YouTube and that's that's you that's where we're spending most of our time so you'll find us you also see us on Instagram you'll see us on TikTok, but we really would want to, we really want you guys to go to Facebook, our Facebook group, Side Hustle Heroes HQ. Hope to see you on there. And thanks again for listening or watching our podcast.